instant reference. You can't move for people wafting frozen egg-based foodstuffs around and bopping to the ominous synth pulsing of John Carpenter. Certainly not in my house. So it must have been an easy show to get greenlit. Of course not. This is TV. Nothing is ever easy in TV. Though, in fairness, despite the odd speed bump, Stranger Things had an easier ride than some. Before we go deeper into minutiae and wallow in the murky, mad old business of dissecting the show as if it were our stuffed Will Byers, let's treat ourselves to a BMX ride through the UFO-lit forest of its creation. The Duffer Brothers Ross and Matt Duffer are twins, fraternal or identical, they don't know, and they're in no rush to find out. They were born in 1984 and grew up in the suburbs of Durham, North Carolina. As any fantasist knows, where you grow up is an easy place to escape from. All you need is a good book or movie. A love of the likes of Spielberg, Stephen King, and John Carpenter struck early on as they wrote in an essay for Entertainment Weekly. Quote, we were pretty ordinary kids growing up in the suburbs of North Carolina, and when we watched these films and read these books, it made us feel like our rather normal lives had the potential for adventure. Maybe tomorrow we would find a treasure map in the attic, or maybe one of us would vanish into the television screen, or maybe there was a clown in that sewer grate down the street. Speaking to Vulture, Ross would add, quote, Why we loved this stuff so much is because these movies and books were about very ordinary people we could relate to, that we understood. That was always our favorite type of story, and that's the stuff we fell in love with. The peak of those type of ordinary meets extraordinary stories was in the 80s. So yes, the Duffer brothers were dreamers, they were basically Mike, Dustin, Lucas, and Will. Footnote, although they played the card game Magic, The Gathering, rather than Dungeons and Dragons. What's more, I'm betting that they were everyone that's reading this book. Take the suburbs, add a sizable amount of escapist fantasy, and it's only a matter of time before kids start making things up themselves. The Duffer Brothers began making movies by fourth grade. In an interview with North Carolina's The News and Observer, they claimed that their first directorial obsession was with the work of Tim Burton. Footnote, two of Burton's early films, of course, Beetlejuice, 1988, and Edward Scissorhands, 1990, starred Winona Ryder. They thought his movies, especially when you're young, were incredibly visual and distinct. They were able to recognize the job of director and identify with Tim's movies. Their first homemade movie was based on magic, the gathering, and was effectively just the two of them beating each other with plastic swords. Footnote, some might argue Michael Bay's career has managed to do little more than this with oodles more money for years. We all have to start somewhere. They had no editing equipment, and the soundtrack consisted of Danny Elfman music played live through a tape recorder. Footnote, noted soundtrack composer who has worked extensively with Tim Burton. For all they consider their first attempts unwatchable, a habit was formed, and every summer they would make a new movie. It's no great surprise that they ended up studying film in California at Chapman University. While studying, they continued making short movies, including We All Fall Down, about the bubonic plague in 1666, which won Best Short at the Deep Ellum Film Festival in 2005. For their senior thesis, they adapted the short story Eater by Peter Crowther. Footnote, a story that has been adapted for the screen a couple of times, firstly for the UK series Urban Gothic in 2001, then again in NBC's Fear Itself anthology show, the latter directed by Stuart Gordon, the splendid director of such bravura Lovecraftian movies as Reanimator, 1985, and From Beyond, 1986, which can be viewed in its entirety online. Footnote, 
https colon slash slash vimeo.com slash 11414039 and which secured them representation by the Paradigm Talent Agency. Things seemed to be on the up, and they sold a script for their first full-length feature, Hidden, to Warner Brothers, with both of them attached as directors. Hidden tells the story of a family in a fallout shelter hiding from the after-effects of a viral outbreak. Alexander Skarsgård and Andrea Riseborough were cast, and it seemed the Duffer Brothers' big break was in the cards. Sadly, the studio delayed the release of the movie for three years, even then it crept out only on VOD. While they were waiting, they pitched ideas for the studio's planned adaptation of the Stephen King novel It, but were turned down. Luckily, all was not lost. Noted director M. Night Shyamalan had read and liked the script for Hidden and offered the Duffer brothers a writer-producer job on the TV show he was developing, Wayward Pines. They ended up writing four episodes of the show's first season and perhaps more importantly,